what's the biggest lesson you've learned from your kids do you think like what's the um I've learned loads of lessons to be honest with you I think the biggest one that I've you know the biggest one that I've learned is 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 um stand up you know be be the person that you wanted to have yourself you know be, be that inspiration be that, be that motivation yeah. you know because kids love superheroes you know be 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 your own superhero be be a superhero be Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, George, uh, here with another podcast. Uh, this one, this one's probably going to be a Christmas special, actually, you know? This one this one could be the Christmas special. We don't know. We don't know how many we're going to get in. Um, so, introduction, I'm here with Rob. Is, is, it Hay- is it Hayward or Hayward? Hayward. Hayward. Yeah, you, said look, that, you said that on the other yeah, podcast. Yeah, a little bit posher. I thought I need to get that right. Um, XK1 fighter, Amutai fighter, yeah. um, business owner. Husband, dad to two two kids. Yeah, yeah, my, I've got one son, one stepson. Oh, uh, two two kids. Uh, you wear a lot of hats, Rob. So yeah, yeah, uh, part-time superhero. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> the that's glasses. it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Clark Kent. Yeah, <laughs> Clark, yeah, Clark Kent. So, um, yeah, man. Like, th- thanks for coming on as well. Like, I really, really appreciate your time um, helping us spread this message out. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you've been up to over lockdown. Um, be honest with you, I've just been working. Yeah, it's just literally every day. Um, you know, given the circumstances that a lot of people are finding themselves in, I'm, I'm quite fortunate and quite lucky. So we're. Um, I, I've, I've not really noticed much difference in all fairness because work's just taken off and it's just got busy and busier. So um, yeah. What do you do? What's, what's, what's the work? Um, contracted mainly. So I yeah. specialise in uh, uh, subcontractor payroll legislation compliance. Supply oh, chain due diligence. That sounds like a headache. That's, that, that, you know to what? me, that's, that's, that might it's be natural not, to you. It, you know what? Once you get your head around it, it's really, I can do it. So anyone can do it. Yeah, It sounds boring, but it's actually enjoyable. I like it because yeah. it, um, it gives you a real different insight into different industries yeah, and working. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm a bit of a geek and, and I like Se- learning stuff. Secret geek. That's yeah. me. I, feel, I feel like I'm the same as well. That's, yeah. Do you know what? That's interesting. Like, between like K one fighting, like Muay fighting, then to take it to like accounting like, and stuff like that, and it's like two like oh, for me in my head like like two very different like perceptions, I suppose. Like, yeah, like, massively. You know, I mean, I mean that's a massive misconception people have, especially yeah, about yeah. fighters. People people expect fighters to be like these um like these cavemen that are afraid of fire and stuff, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. they just grunt and they can't talk. Yeah. But if you go across the UK, some of the top level fighters that you come across, I mean, they all have normal average jobs. I yeah. mean, obviously those who aren't fortunate enough to be making a full-time living out of it. Yeah, because that's quite big in K1 and yeah. Utah, isn't it? Which is a shame because you guys put in just as much work as oh, ju- as though, like the Anthony Joshua's the Four or five hours world. of training a day, but these yeah. guys, they squeeze it in yeah. and amongst work, families. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's real tough. Because it's hard enough managing that without trying to be like... Uh, professional fighter as well like at the best of times we yeah. were speaking just before the camera come on and um, we were just saying like how wearing so many hats can be difficult like, every, yeah. like and I think it's being able to juggle that so imagine, I can't imagine what it's like juggling that as well as all the training routines about like just going through that because that's hard work like, I mean you're, you're a coach now tell us about some of the training routines you put your guys through um, I'd like to think I'm quite nice 
I know I'm a bit of a bastard though, but <laughs> I did, when, I, when, I heard your, when I heard your podcast, um, with, um, I think it was, was it was it Fisty yeah, 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 Dan, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, he seems like a reasonable coach, but hard at times. But I think the best coaches are the ones that are going to put you through it. To be to be fair, like I'm, as I said, I do like mindset and life coaching, and you want the best for someone and you know yeah. when you want the best for someone you can't always be like oh mate just go a bit easier today like, yeah. there is times where that's needed I think yeah of course I mean you know you've got to understand that these guys I mean if it was their full time job it's something I'd probably be flogging them on every single day of the week mm. you know on it and all the time but you've got to understand I think there's a level of empathy being an ex-fighter myself and juggling everything previously with a family mm. work and all that when you walk into a gym, you can instantly pick up on somebody's body language. And I think the point of being a good coach isn't just somebody who knows how to hold pads. Mm. It's somebody who can can speak to people on a different level, understand that different people need nurturing in different yeah. ways and, and having an empathy and, 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 yeah, and knowledge towards them. Mm. So being able to pick up on their body language, you can tell if somebody's tired, mm. not, not just physically, but mentally. Yeah. And, and, and the hardest part of being a fighter is, is especially if you're working full time, is managing not just that physical drain, but the emotional drain that comes with it. Yeah, and because they get to, everyone gets times where they yeah. want to where they want to throw in the towel, and I think that as a coach, as you said, it's about recognizing those times. But also, those times happen for different people, don't they? Like they yeah. show different physical and mental signs of yeah. of that. So I think it's important for a coach. It's nice to hear that from like um, a sport perspective because I don't do much in sports either. I'd love to deal with athletes, mm. as I said to you before. Because I think there's a huge amount of pressure on their shoulders just to get to get through things, and it's nice to see like a coach recognizing yeah. when at times where they might need rest or they might need a little pep talk because that's how they grow. I think. Yeah, I mean, I've had it. I've got a couple of my lads. You know, I won't mention any names. And, and last year he had a couple of personal issues split with his misses in the build-up to a huge fight as well. You what know, was it? Was it a title fight? No, no, it wasn't a title fight, but it was a huge step up in terms of level of opponent. Yeah. But it was also on a platform that gave him exposure across Europe. Oh, well, you know, yeah. so so for him, and and, and he's, he's got the talent to be there. Yeah. He's earned every single right to be there. And, and you know what? He's one of the hardest working guys that I've, I've, I've physically seen. Mm. You know, and, and circumstances for him personally changed in the build-up to a fight, and I knew how he worked. He didn't want to be out of that fight, mm. so I had to try to manage his his head through that. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously, he didn't get the result that he wanted. But it's the fact that he literally went in. And if you, I'll tell you after the podcast his name. If you go and watch the fight, he left absolutely everything into that ring. Yeah, that's and, what it's about as well. I think like, sometimes you've got to detach yourself away from the result and attach yourself to the input because yeah, I think it, someone could beat you on the day. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but I think. The true identity of a person is not in their mistake; is in the way that they get back up from that mistake. Exactly that. Um, you know, I think I'm, that's what we struggle with as I think a society to replace our identity in the mistakes that we've made instead of going. Mm. Do you know what? Like I made a mistake, but fuck it, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep fighting. Yeah, of course. You know what? This is what I say. I've, I've said it to all of my guys. You know, when they're fighting, I said the difference between good fighters and great fighters isn't so much the talent, because on talent you or the know, wins. You know, yeah, it isn't so much about the talent or the wins. Because you look at them all in the gym, they all look the same. You look at them in a ring, they could all do the same. The difference between the good and the great is that the way in which they bounce back is the, or in my opinion, is the way in which they bounce back from adversity. Yeah. You know, the good will just come back. They might not change much, but they just go through the motions again. The yeah. great, they they acknowledge their mistakes. They acknowledge what went wrong. Come back better. And they come back better. They put it right. Tyson Fury comes to mind, like with that. Perfect. Like, he, like he was. Like, he was. I mean, he was 
one of the most successful boxers in the world. Um, went through mental <coughs> health issues and bounced back from it. And I think like stuff like that, I, I love hearing <coughs> stories like that because I think it's so important to understand that you can be money's got fuck all to do with happiness. No, money's got nothing, or even like having like good clothes. But what has got something to do with it is how you feel, what you do, and and knowing that there's going to be adversity, there's going to be mistakes that happen. It's, mm. I mean, life happens to everyone. Like there's going to be people going to die. Real bad stuff can happen, but. The Tyson Furies of the world and examples, like even like smaller examples, like I'm sure you've been through stuff and you've had to bounce back. Yeah. And these things make the difference, like to people, because then you can share yeah, your story. You know, and I'm a massive believer in it. I, I say it to everybody every day. You know, in the gym, out of the gym. You know, two things happen in life to everyone. You're born and you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got a great big gap in between that. Mm. You know enjoy it yeah. enjoy every single yeah. minute of it you know what yeah. you're gonna have days that are bad you're gonna have days that you're gonna fail mm. you know failure isn't a bad it's thing it's great failure doesn't define you as a person failure can make you as a person yeah and it does know? like to be honest i'm very motivated by my failures more than i'm motivated mm. by my successes because like i think martin luther king says like the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in times of comfort and convenience but where he stands in times of uh, challenge and controversy yeah because like it's easy to be good when everything's good. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, but then when it's going bad, if you're the sort of person that just chucks in the towel, then yeah. who, who does I that mean, make you? Like at the end I of mean, it, yeah. I mean, that's that's a major thing. You know, I mean, social media is a massive one for it. You know, everybody has this false misconception about who their friends are. Oh, because I've got three thousand friends on Facebook. I've got two thousand yeah. followers on Instagram. They're not your friends. These yeah. people follow you because. They might know your next door neighbour's cousin's or, milk. Or because it's social, it's socially yeah. acceptable. Then, like, like if you follow me, I'd probably yeah. just follow you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, That's how it is. These, these, these people aren't your friends. They might like your pictures, which give an impression of it. But look at the people that are around you when you're at your lowest. Mm. The people that are in your room with you when you're at your lowest point, they're your friends. Yeah. Or when I found when you're trying to like work yeah, towards something. Or when you're trying to build something. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. who will give you support. Yeah. They're your friends. You know. They're, they're not people that are just click like because it's easy. Everyone can just go. Yeah, yeah. Tap. You fuck all as well, really. Yeah, tap. You know, it's you know, and, unless you physically know someone. Let's be fair. You have four thousand friends on Facebook, for example. If someone's deletes you or blocks you, you generally don't know that they're no. not on your friends list unless no. you unless you personally know them yeah. and go to write on their wall, mm. and then you go, oh, add friends. No one does oh, that anymore. No one does. Exactly. So. A lot of these times, you don't realise these people are yeah. missing from your life. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, it might seem, sound harsh, but are they your friend? Yeah. No, I think that's a good question for people to ask themselves when, yeah. like, just uh, in, in <clears throat> any circumstance, to be fair, because um, I think I said it to you when we spoke a few weeks ago, like, we are naturally products of our own environment. I think yeah. COVID-19 has shown us how much our human brains just adapt yeah. Um, to like even just like lockdown, like none of us are used to lockdown. Like no one's ever experienced lockdown like this. Like no. at least the majority, I don't think anyone in no, that. In, and no, I, I mean, we, unless you've been a prison. I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that you've way, been a prison. They're like this is a breeze. Yeah, yeah. They, they're chained for it. Yeah, they're, they're chained for it. And I think, um, like, yeah. What do you think of like the product of your own environment? Like, how do you yeah. feel about Ma massively? I mean, you know what? I said this to my steps on the other night because um, obviously he's got his groups of friends at school that he hangs about with. And then he's got another group of friends at school that he plays football with outside of school, yeah. you know, in his football team. And um, and then I was saying to him the other day, I said, you're going to grow up, I said, you're going to have loads of friends. I said, but when you're an adult, I said, your circle of friends are going to be completely different. Yeah, and a lot smaller most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I said, but you, you've got to understand, I said, the people that you associate with now, I said, you could be the nicest person in the world. I said, if your friends that you're knocking about with, I said, are idiots, 
people are naturally going to judge you and, and call you an idiot. And you become one. Like, I, yeah, I believe, I believe because, that. Yeah, you become, you become a product of your yeah. environment. If you if you surround yourself with with um, and it's no discredit to anybody that's in you know on benefits because they're there to help people, but if you surround yourself with people who are on job seekers allowance not because they find them and unfortunately find themselves in that position mm. but they choose to go down that way mm. because let's, let's be fair we all know them there are people that don't want to to, to achieve anything they're happy going through mm. their life mm. if you associate with those people you you your mindset will be attached it makes to it socially those people. acceptable like, yeah um, because, because it makes it good like, yeah. not good like makes it acceptable you become you a part that. of your surroundings yeah. you know yeah. you, you become what you associate yourself with on the flip side if you hang about with 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 uh, men or women who are earning 50 to 100 grand a year and working mm. 60 70 hours a week and they're driven and you're they're motivated, that's acceptable and you know you in turn will become driven and motivated yeah. because you become a product of your environment yeah. you know so and, and and this is what I've been saying to my stepson recently because he's going. How old? Like, how old is he? He's he's in year seven, so he's twelve. Oh, so he's twelve. This is prime time. Yeah, this so he's going through him. that transition from being a kid into preteen, yeah. teenage years. You know, these are important I thought I was years, a man right? in year seven. I'll be, I actually, I, there's points throughout secondary school. I thought I was a fully grown man. But you know what? I I genuinely did as well, and I had the most humbling experience when I was about thirteen for, from a fully grown adult thinking I was a man. What happened? And it was the best best. Um, Best lesson in life that I ever had, and um, you know, strangely, these kids won't really experience it now because of social media. But I was hanging about with a load of friends on the local estate, and uh, I was a bit of a boy back, or thought I was a bit of a boy back in the day, and I uh, was, you know, drinking, smoking, messing about on the street on the mm. estate like most lads do. And this lad put his, uh, this guy put his head out the window, and he was like, "Oh, will you kids shut your fucking noise? I've got to go to work." In the morning, oh, so me being me, I, back to them. So I was like, "Shut up, go back in, shut the window, dickhead!" And all this, yeah. like, all my mates were laughing. So yeah. I was like, "Yeah, it's funny." Yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah, no, yeah. I'm a bit yeah, of a yeah, geezer yeah. type yeah. thing. I've had many ne- moments like that. Next thing you know, his front door's open, and he's gone, "Come here and say that." I went, "You what?" <laughs> he's gone, "Come here and say that." So now all my mates are yeah, now looking yeah, at me, yeah, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, oh, I can't lose face with these now." So I walked up to his front gate. I was like, I "Called you a dickhead, mate," and he went. No, come to my front door and say it. And I went, what? He went, come to my front door and say it. He said, you're the big man. He said, come and say it. Mm. So I was like, and, and I was led into a full sense of confidence because mm. at that age, me and my mates, we were fighting and mm. had a few, rough, you know, and I had a bit of a rep for having to be able to have a bit of a scrap. So I thought, yeah, this is, mm. so I strolled down until mm. he's down his pathway. And I called him a dickhead to his face and he didn't punch me. He full on bitch slaps me across <laughs> the face, like palm to the face. And yeah, that's like, worse. And he done it to me, and he was like, "Right, do it back." And I was like, "Oh, you're you're an idiot, mate. I'm a kid." And he went, "No, you're not." Yeah. He went, "You stand here." He said, "You're a mouth off like a man." He said, "You can gob off to a man." He said, "You've just taken a punishment off a man." He said, "Now be a man." He said, "And do it back." Mm. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> because I realised I was so far out of my depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that was the. And at that point, I thought to myself, you know what? Unless you're prepared to face the consequences of your actions, mm. 
keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And this is what I say to my son, like, to my stepson. Yeah. Because there's like, consequences to everything you do. Absolutely. Like, and I think yeah. there's positive consequences and there's negative consequences. Yeah. Like, uh, coincidentally, this guy's now a friend of mine. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's we, good you know what? We now joke about now. And every time I see him, he's like he's like in his 50s now. Yeah. You know, and every time I see him, he's like, oh, I wouldn't do that to you now, would I, boy? And I'm like, well, I probably still would if I was you. But, yeah, 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 that's <laughs> but no, you know, but, that's funny. and again, I mean, I don't hold a grudge against that. Looking back at it, I was it's in the wrong. Lesson. Do you it's know what I mean? But it was, it was probably the best lesson I had from someone. Yeah. Um, so what, what what do you think, what, what did you take from that? Like, I mean... How many apart years from ago? a slap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Apart, apart from walking away <laughs> with a slap. Apart from a slap. You know what? The, the, I think the biggest lesson I learned was um, for every action, for, for, for every action that you that you take, there's going to be there's a reaction, there's yeah, a consequence. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Now the reaction to my action was 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 a bitch slap across my face. Yeah. Now, had I hit him back. Could have been a different one. It could have been another reaction. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it always it escalates, but, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Every, like, I feel like action, there's always action, reaction, action, reaction, action, reaction, yeah. which drives. And I think, like, often, like, this just coming to my head, I think often we get caught in, like, these sort of momentums in life. Like, I think yeah. that's why, like, the rich get, they, like, you know, there's that saying, the rich get richer, the poor get poor get yeah. poorer. But I think that about mindset <coughs> as well. Like, the, like, the, stronger, the strong mindsets get stronger and the weaker mindsets get weaker because they're stuck in that momentum. And I think, yeah. It takes something like in your in your um, situation that that broke the pattern of you in that momentum. Yeah, um, and I think like people like it'd be good for people just to break the momentum or whatever I mean, they're in or build. There, there was other times after that, you know, where where I was yeah, of still involved in altercations, but you know, I was I was probably a little bit more educated, as in you also pick your targets more wisely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> because yeah, yeah. you know, you, yeah, hundred percent. You know, life's about making mistakes. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong with a mistake as well. Like, yeah. like I think, like, and, and I, life's I, a learning curve. Yeah. And, and and if you can't learn from your mistakes, you know, what what are you doing? I remember when I spoke <laughs> to you actually. Yeah. It, no, but it's true. Like, what are you doing though with that mistake? Are you like just absorbing it and yeah, just making you go, make you like you're you gonna dwell on it? Yeah. And get angry about like, it because and, it's understandable. And let it manifest, or yeah. you're gonna just go. Yeah. You know what? I've done this. I can't. I can't sit back. I'm not going to sit on this. Yeah. I'm not going to dwell on how it. How can Let's, I use it? Yeah, like, learn how, from it. Yeah, move how, on. How can I use it? And I think, um, are we, I mean, we've had this conversation, and I have this conversation with so many people. I think the difference between successful. When I talk about success, I don't talk about wealth because I don't think wealth and success no. mean anything. I think the success of a man or a woman is how they hold themselves, or what, who they are inside and out. That's that to me is what success is. And I think the difference between people that are successful and uh, people that are not is one thing: is that they don't, their their mistakes don't become their identity. Like no. they like they go, their identity is in the bounce back. And I think, I mean, as a fighter, you must have experienced them many a times. I mean, you, 27 pro fights, you said? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think when I, I mean, I spoke to, uh, you're the second fighter I spoke to now. Um, I spoke to Rick Rion Wong, another great fighter. And um, it must be quite a humbling thing to go through fighting because I think you're often in a position where, you have to learn from your mistakes or you, you're not going to make it anywhere in the professional game. And it's also quite humbling because even when you're at your best, someone can still sneak in and yeah. give you a little bang. And that, again, you said earlier, like it's, it's another lesson. Like you've got, oh, right, I need to... Yeah, you, 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 need, you need to learn and move on. I mean, like, like you said about success, I mean, success, success is relative. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is as well. It's, it's, you know, what's your definition of successful? One person's definition of success is being mega rich. Mm. Doesn't mean... It's happy. Yeah. You know, someone else's definition of success 
is, is being happy. Yeah. They might not necessarily be rich. Yeah. My definition of success is somebody who can manage their time, manage their life, and have a nice balance. You know, I am not rich. Mm. I'm not poor. I'm comfortable. Yeah. But I get to go home every night, and I see my wife. I see my kids. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm happy and I'm smiling. You know, I, I, I see my kids play football and sports at the weekend. Yeah. I see them develop. For me, you know, that's success. Yeah. Do you think enough people, not enough people, do you think too many people, because obviously, like, I think mental health, like, links to that quite quite a lot as well, yeah, like, people's of definition of success. And do you think, I, I believe people don't often ask themselves that question, what they believe success is, you because, know. like you, that's such, like, um, is minimalistic in a way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like, like as you said, you, you don't want a Ferrari. Everyone sort of wants a Ferrari, but that's not where you, you don't base yeah. your happiness on that. Like for no, you, of course. you I find mean, it in I mean, smaller things. I'd, I'd rather be, I'd, I'd rather be sat in a Ferrari crying than in a Ford Fiesta yeah, crying. But but ultimately you're still crying. But ultimately you're still crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. they're, 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 it's not just you know. It, so if that's the case, it's obviously not money yeah, yeah. that's making you unhappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there, there's an underlying issue and, and there. problems as well. Like, yeah. um, there's actually no relation between problems and happiness. And I think a lot of people get mixed up with the fit, think, oh, the more problems I have the more unhappy I am. But it doesn't matter how rich you are or how successful you are mm. or how happy, their problems are always going to occur like, because that's part of life. Without problems, we'd probably be quite bored actually like in life in yeah. general because we need that to like um, stimulate us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like to, to keep us moving. And I, think, I, mean, I, I think the major issue that you find as well, I mean, we, we've spoke about it previously, obviously off, off, off camera, but um, social media has a huge part in, in people's mis it's, it's a necessary evil I find yeah because yeah, it is know? needed like because people build businesses of this I love social media for what it can do yeah I hate it for what it's currently doing yeah and that's dividing people did you watch the social dilemma no mate watch it no because it was know, it wasn't made to do what it's doing <clears throat> you, like, you know it, what funnily, funnily enough I don't actually watch a lot of TV no, I, no I'm one I don't have a lot of time for it but two um, I don't get no chance not with my wife you got the she, kids it's not even so oh, much oh, kids. My wife, she takes the, there's, there's, takes there's the no ownership of the control in the my control house at all. The controller says, the controller says. Honestly, God for touch wood, it would never happen. But if we was to ever get divorced, the first thing, there would be no house, no car, no money, nothing at all. She'd literally be like, I want the remote and the, and the, and, 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 and the, and the TV. Yeah, that would be the first thing yeah, that she'd yeah, want. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. So I'm, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, say, you know, that's it. But again, I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, uh, that's another, the, you know, defining point in my life was, you know, and it's no criticism of my ex-partners, by the way. I mean, my son's mum, I'm not with her. But but she, you know, she gave me the greatest gift in the world, yeah, which was my son. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and she might, you know, I'm on good relationship with her now. We talk and oh, Which we is have important as well, yeah. like, say, people um, have that. It's not always been that easy. Um, you know, we... we, we had a few issues in the past but we're now at that stage where we both acknowledge that we've both got the one we, you know we've both got the, the, the one common characteristic uh, or we both want the same thing yeah which is the best for you is the best for, for our boy yeah. so you know so she, she changed my life in a sense she gave me the greatest gift ever which made me grow up that little bit more mm. and I hit a point in my life and I was happy and I was plodding along I was plodding mm. along and then I met my wife and then she gave me the buzz and the motivation to do and to support me when I, you know, when I, I left my previous role, and it was a well-paid role, I had all the benefits, I had absolutely mm. everything, mm. and I could have gone through life being comfortable like that. But yeah. she gave me the encouragement needed to jump and, and do my own thing. What was what, what what made you want to do your own thing then? Because if you were like enjoying it, and you, well, was it it's, was it like well, you wanted to be? You know what? what? It was making money for other people. 
Yeah. You know, I'm comfortable, I'm earning well, we've got a decent life, we have nice holidays, nice cars, all mm. this type of thing. But the people that I'm working for, I'm earning them all of the money and they've got nicer house, nicer yeah. cars. And they weren't nice people. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, 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 they treated their staff like, like shit, to be honest. Yeah, with I that. think this is quite common with and employers, to be fair. So for me, like, my wife gave me that encouragement to, to set up on my own. She was like, well, instead of looking for a job, why don't you create your own? Yeah, Pro product and environment, yeah. then, isn't it? Like, you've so got your wife there encouraging. I went out on my own and I'd done it, and it was a huge risk. I think we went for the first 12 months. I didn't, didn't, didn't pay myself a penny for 12 months, didn't mm. I? You know, and. and and it was a huge risk. And in those 12 months, I dealt with Brexit, I dealt with IR35, I dealt with the general oh, election. Oh, so this is recent. This is yeah, recent yeah, man. Well, yeah. But yeah, so, so I dealt with Brexit, general election, IR35 in the first 12 months. And I was, COVID? Uh, yeah, well. Or you established the fir the first The end of the first year of trading, for a, for a startup company, we actually made profit for the first year of trading. That's good. That's good. And, um, and just got to the end of the tax year because we started the new business at the beginning of the tax year. Mm. So we got to the end of that tax year and we was like, oh, we've made a profit. Oh, this mm. is going to be great. Then lockdown. And then we were, now we were faced for the second year of business. Yeah. We was like, now what? Yeah. Now what yeah, can we yeah, do? Yeah. And you know what? There were there are times I sat there and I was like, is it worth it? What's the point? All this stress, yeah, yeah. all this aggro, my phone ringing 6 a.m., 10 p.m. at night on a Sunday. Is it worth it? I've not taken a salary. I've not done this. Might as well just go back and get another job. Yeah, you live more. And, well, and, not more comfortable. But you live yeah, more freedom and, at least. And, and my wife said to me, she goes, "Why?" She goes, you, "You've gone through the hardest bit." Yeah. You. So what does keep you going? Apart from your wife, like what inside of you? What keeps you going? Because we, when we spoke, I think it was like ten o'clock at night, and you're like, "Yeah, I just got to answer emails, mate. I've got to go." And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, you you know what? For me, I want to give a life to my kids that I never had. And, and that's no criticism to my mum. My mum done a phenomenal job. You yeah. know, my mum, against all odds, single teenage mum from a council estate, every stereotype under the sun for failure, mm. you know, as, mm. if, you know, if you read the Daily Mail. And, no, uh, no one reads it. <laughs> if anyone reads the Daily Mail, and, don't uh, read that shit. And, um, you know, and my mum done absolutely everything for me, but yeah. I worked from a young age. You know, I was working at the age of 11. I was cutting people's grass. I was washing cars and... You mugging know. people off out the window. Yeah, mugging people <laughs> off out the window. <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what? I think the reason I've done that was because I was out working and earning money and you, I was almost you, a you man thought, of the yeah. house. So I almost had that, oh, I'm a man type thing. Yeah. So it kind of also gave me maybe a full sense of confidence that I was yeah. in a position that I weren't quite ready to be in. Yeah, yeah, but again, he humbled me, this guy. So, um, yeah. But you know, for me, it's, 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 I want to give a life to my kids that, that, that I never had. And my mum my mum had, gave me great support growing up and so did my uncles as well. I've got a great relationship with them. But I always missed my dad. Was he not, was he not around? No, I, I, I say it to everyone, my dad's an arsehole. And, and my biggest motivator is looking back on my life when I'm on my deathbed and dying. I don't care about anybody else if they hated me. It don't bother me because it's relative. Mm. But I'd, I'd hate to be the, being on my deathbed knowing that my children aren't proud of me yeah. or my children don't love me or my, my children think the same so you motivate me. your kids is what you're saying yeah like, my inspired. kids motivate me massively because do they inspire you to be a better person do you think 100% you know and, and, and I see what my kids do and, and I get motivated and inspired by them as yeah, well works from ways, their so. actions you know it, yeah. I watch them when they play football yeah. when they're at school the yeah. struggles that they face and how yeah. they come through it and if you can't even get inspired by that, there, there, there's something, you know, because yeah. you see in their personal development, let's take football, my boy plays, Jacob, he's eight, he plays football. He's a good little, very, very good little footballer, actually. Mm. You know, um, 
he got knocked back a couple of times and he, he kept playing he kept what playing what position was he centre mid centre mid you know big, big but position. yeah and, and, but you watch him now he's 8 years old and he, he's such an intelligent player mm. he's in a couple of academies as well so oh, he's right. you know he, he, he knows his way around a football pitch mm. and the team that he plays for at the weekend Guildford City the team that he's in as well all those boys are phenomenal yeah. They're great kids. They're all. They all listen. They're all well spoken. They, you know. And and last week's game, for example, perfect example. We we're three 0 down at half time, and and they come back to the side of the pitch and we we're talking to mm. them. And literally, you see the fight in their eyes. Yeah, man. And these kids, kids so were much. inspired. And right. we went out and we won the game four three. Yeah. If you can't take anything from that, if when when you can see a load of eight yeah. year old kids fighting for something they mm. want and they make it happen. Why can't we do it as adults? And do you know what, <laughs> Rob? I actually admire the way you look at that. And I think and, uh, quite a massive misconception for parents is not actually looking at that side of the kids because mm. ultimately <clears throat> your kids is sort of a reflection of who you are and yeah. who you teach them. And if you're being a role model in their life and you're being able to teach them to like yeah. all the mistakes and then they're doing it, that should inspire you back because that means yeah, you're, doing, you're doing the right thing and... By you doing the right thing, they're doing the right thing, and then mm. it's just a circle, like again, circle uh, of a healthy environment. Yeah. Just before, like, I want to, because obviously you're a head coach at the gym where we're filming at today. Yeah. So, um, just before we have a quick show round, like show around the gym, we're going to cut to an ad, um, to the gym. I just want, if you could, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from your kids? Do you think, like, what's the? Um. I've learned loads of lessons, to be honest with you. I think the biggest one that I've, you know, the biggest one that I've learned. Is 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 um, stand up, you know. Be be the person that you wanted to have yourself. You know, be, be that inspiration, be that be that motivation. Yeah. You know, because kids love superheroes. You know, be 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 your own superhero. Be be a superhero. Be a Spider Man. You know? Be a Superman. Yeah, especially as a mum. There's some super mums out there as well. So I'm yeah, not taking yeah. anything mums away from mums. Yeah, mums. You know, mums are, are, my amazing. mum was a single mum. She raised me and three yeah. others. Women are different. She, yeah. Women are superheroes. I'll be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't she's know, done they're a they're phenomenal job, and there are some phenomenal mums. But as a dad, be a superhero. Yeah. Dad has to be a superhero. Yeah, That's I it. Like that. You know, be a hero. Be your kid's superhero. Yeah, and th- which allows them to then be their own superhero. Yeah, that's that's yeah. nice. Let's 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 cut let's cut to the ad. Yeah, and then cool. we'll, we'll go again. I like that. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. you're worth now go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hit and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody cowards do that and that ain't you you're better than that this here is all about my wife my kids the life that i live through the night i was his it was right what i did my ups and downs my slips my falls my trials and tribulations my heart my balls my mother my father, I love him, I hate him, with God, I didn't have him, but I'm glad that he 
superheroes then. That's what we just discussed. So if you could be, well, who would you be if you could be any superhero? Superman. Clark Kent. Oh, so that's what I said. I said that earlier. Yeah, well. look, um, I've got, you know, I've got the, the, the Clark Kent tattoo on my arm. Oh, I see. I've got the you're Superman going, wallet. I've got the Superman photo. Oh, you know what? It's when I was a kid, I, I loved Superman. Absolutely just adored Superman. What's your kryptonite? Chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolate, there you go, there you go. Um, Chocolate and ice cream. Mate, yeah. I can't help but feel like you've got like, a Mark Wahlberg look at that. You know what? Loads of people have said that. You know what? I'm hearing Mark Wahlberg. You know what? Loads of people have said that, and I love that. Yeah, you know, it, and it, I said it, it to my wife once. I went home, I said, Someone said I look like Mark Wahlberg. She went, <laughs> Really? <laughs> so, oh, what do you oh, mean? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a dick. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. Yeah, so, Why no, that's that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, you know what? I've had uh, I've had Dane Bowers. Oh, I hate that one. I've had uh, John Terry. Well, usually when I have shorter hair and I take my glasses yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Spurs fan, so that's probably the worst one yeah. I've had. Um, Sorry yeah. to hear that you're a Spurs fan. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I mean, I, we're talking May. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I and, think, do you know what? I'd be I'd like <laughs> Spider Man. Oh, you know, I do like Spider Man. My stepson yes. loves Spider Man. There we go. Yeah, absolutely love Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, my, my my son, he's um, to be fair, my son goes between. I don't think he like he likes Superman, but I think he just just to wind me up. He's like, yeah, it's not Superman. To be fair, Superman's a bit old school, like now. Uh, no, no, he's, uh, like he's the man. Superman, Superman is like he's the, the original. He's the epitome of superhero, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's no, my, my, my son Jacob. Jacob loves Wolverine. Aiden's about um, uh, uh, Spider Man. I never really read Venom as well. I didn't know, I didn't rate Venom. So, talking about superheroes, yeah. obviously you've had, you've been a K1 fighter. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the relation is to superheroes, but I just went there with it. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so what, tell us about your like, career, because I know you had 27, 27 pro yeah. fights. Um, um, that must have been an interesting journey. Obviously, you've always been quite keen on fighting, from what you said. Yeah, you know what, I've always enjoyed it. I, I always dabbled when I was younger, but I was never dedicated, you know, like as in fixed, like some of the kids that you see now are really dedicated and fixed. I was never like that. I kind of went in and out and I'd done my own little thing. Light switch. On and yeah, off. and then um, I, was, I was in a relationship when I was younger um, and um, looking back at it, it, was, it was, I wouldn't say it was toxic, but it was bad for me. You know, I mean, she just, just wasn't good for me. Chemistry wasn't there. Yeah, it was. I think mentally it just wasn't good for me yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was always trying to be something that I wasn't to please mm. her mm. rather than her just accepting me for who I am, if mm. that made sense. Yeah, and yeah. So f it, it created a lot of animosity between us. And, and thankfully, again, I mean, going back to my, my son's mum, I mean, this particular ex, I'm now on talking terms with her because I don't oh, believe no. in hating people. I think no. everything happens for a it reason. It weighs more on you than it does to Yeah. Um, but anyway, at the time we were together, I mean, I... I, I suffered quite a bad injury and I was injured for about 18 months and I just ballooned in weight and uh, I needed a, well, I just wanted a hobby I needed a focus I needed something to keep me motivated and um, yeah and um, I was looking through Gumtree years ago this was that's how long ago it was it was Gumtree everyone said Gumtree. I don't even think Facebook was around that's how long ago it was well, if it was it was at its infancy yeah, yeah, infancy yeah. stage and um, I saw an advert for like Chinese kickboxing at Godalming Leisure Centre, and mm. I thought, oh, first one, try it. There was no answer. And then um, the second call I made, because there was no answer, I was impatient. I went down and I saw uh, Thai boxing. So I phoned up, and there was this cheery guy picked the phone up, and I was just chatting away with him. And he just even his voice was infectious. You know, when somebody, you know, when you can just tell someone's got a passion for something. Energy. Energy. Yeah. And and so I spoke to him and I, he was like yeah come down do, do, and all this stuff so I planned the session and um, it was 
really bad like the first day he was meant to have been going training there the snow was horrific it was when we had those really bad snowstorms and it was only Guildford to Old Wokens it usually takes what 10-15 minutes mm. and it took me over an hour to get there because the snow was that bad mm. so I phoned him and I said look the snow's really bad are you open he was like yeah I'm here so okay fair enough so I turned up there was no one in the gym just some Lithuanian smack in a bag mm. and um, it was a little prefabricated concrete shed with an asbestos roof and all this mm. it's great health and safety isn't it yeah. but you know this guy come out and he was like yeah it doesn't matter whether there's one people or a hundred people he goes my gym's always open I'll always teach class and I kind of bounced off it from that and um, lo and behold obviously you know this this chirpy little bouncy Zebedee what he was uh, everyone used to call him they now call him Ian Bill because he looks like him but uh, <laughs> But that's a massive change. Uh, uh, yeah, massive change. <laughs> um, no, but you know what? And 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 he he was just his his enthusiasm and motivation for the sport and teaching mm. rubbed off on me, and that was it. I was fixed, and um, I wasn't so dedicated in the sense that that I was training every day and my diet matched it. But I was training. And I made a different circle of friends, mm. and I felt like I finally belonged in something. And then and I that's, sp- that's your first time that you felt yeah you felt part of something. And I split up with my girlfriend. And um, she was like, oh, he, and she was telling people, oh, he won't do this, he won't do that, this is just a phase and all this. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking prove you wrong now. And that was it. And I just started working. I worked a little bit harder, a little bit why harder. Do you think, why do you think that, like, why do you think she thought that? Because of your Because of where choices, I was. Yeah, yeah, choices. because of my previous choices. And do you think and when she said, oh, it's just a phase, do you feel like that cut deep because that was in some sense like true yeah like, it was true I mean to be fair it was her words that kind of shaped my to make it to yeah, me yeah. to where I am but now it's interesting so, though isn't it how like those yeah. little like even though at the time you're like oh you, you bitch like, yeah. how can you say that um, and then but actually that some things like really pay off um, yeah but obviously that's not where it started and not where it ended do you know what I mean there's yeah. lots of work to go um, in but. Um, so that was it I just trained that little bit more just to prove her wrong mm. And then I remember training one day and, all, and I got to know the guys and I was training more, I had more confidence, I was training with some of the fighters and I'd made good friends with some of the fighters. And then I was going to turn up training with them and then a couple of my mates joined the gym because they could see me there. And then I remember saying to my coach one day, and at this point me and my coach had also he'd become, he'd almost become a father figure to me as well, as well as a friend. Yeah, because you didn't grow up um, without your dad. You yeah, and he, and he kind of nurtured me through that breakup yeah. and, and it was kind of nice actually. And, yeah. uh, and, um, there was a, an amateur show coming up and I said to him, I said, Look, I want to fight. I want to, I want to do this amateur show. And he was like, mate, no. He said, you're, you're 97 kilos. He went, you're, you're, you're far too heavy to fight. He goes, and you're not showing the required dedication to, to, to even go for an amateur fight. And I was like, yeah, I am. He was like, no, you're not, mate. He said, just being at the gym isn't enough. He goes, I want to see you actually want it. Mm. He goes, you, you've got to want it. And he goes, and I, and I remember his words. He was like, I don't think you've got it in you. What do you think that done for you? Because I that feel like night, in life, people... My, that night, I went home and I shit you not, every bit of alcohol in my fridge, I poured down the sink. Nice. I threw my cigarettes away. I threw all my junk food out. And I woke up the next morning at 5.30 and I went for a run. Only 5K, it was only like three yeah, miles. And I must have stopped about 100 times. I was like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I, you know what? But I, I'd done the run. Yeah. I forced myself to do it. Yeah. And, and uh, God knows how long it took me to do it. But I'd done it and I got back yeah, home. But that's, that's, like, it's progression though. Yeah. Like, again, like when we talk about mistakes and we talk about like not giving up. Like you, yeah. like, you obviously, the, the, I think words are very important. And Massive I think like um, Yeah. And what he said, it could have been true at the time, but... And that took that for him to say that you're not made for it. 
Yeah. That that was maybe true in that moment, but then later on in that moment, you changed everything because you yeah. poured all the alcohol and, and all the fags. Like, and I yeah, think that's and important. That's what I mean. With words, they're massive. They're, they can make you or break you. Yeah. And um, so for but me... But you choose that. I believe you choose if yeah. it makes you or break you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you've got that choice at yeah. that moment in time. Yeah. Remember, your action is your consequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and he said that to me, and I was so I went out from a run, then I went to the gym that night. Then I ran the next day, and I went to the gym that night. Then I ran the next day, and I went to the gym that night. And I said, I want to fight. And he went, okay. He said, look, you've got six weeks. If you can lose 10 kilos in six weeks, he said, I'll match you for this amateur show. And you know what? And to this day, I've never spoken to him and asked him if he meant that. Doesn't matter. Because I don't want to know. Whether yeah. he believed it or not, yeah, doesn't matter. it's what made me, you know, it made me better myself. And at yeah. that point, he probably, it was at that point, he saved my life. Yeah. And he probably don't realise that. I've said it on other podcasts, but I don't think he actually realises just how much that, what that actually meant yeah, to me. Massive. I've had you a few know, moments like that in my life. And, um, so how do you think, just before you move on to the next bit, sorry Rob, how do you think that changed your mindset in like someone telling you and then you actually taking action and then getting a reaction from your action? Yeah. Like, how do you, what did that teach you in that moment? The choices you make would determine people's, you know, would determine, um, you know, how people think about you. Yeah. What about yeah. how you think about you though? Because I, 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 I taught myself something. I, I taught myself... I more or less spoke to myself, and this is where the NLP comes into it, you know, and I've done this a little bit further down the line. Everybody's got this little voice in their head that tells them yeah. they can and can't do something. Nine times out of ten, it's you can't do it. Mm. You can't do it. You've got to put a face to that voice. Mm. Most of the time, it's your face telling mm. you, you you can't mm. do it, you're not good enough, or whatever. Not that, that voice is wrong, but it's that subconscious... But it's not right either. No, it's, it's just not right either. It's whatever it is. Yeah, like, it's it, not wrong, it is, but it's it not right. But it's that voice that's looked after you for many years where your muscle memory's built up mm. and your subconscious just kicks in sometimes just to look after you. You've got to learn how to train that subconscious. And also, I always say to people, like, your mind is not made to make you happy. It's not made to make you do something. It's just it's no. made to make you survive. Like, yeah. It's made so you can breathe every day, so you can eat every day. Like, it's not there so... Like, I wish our minds were there to motivate, motivate us, yeah. to make us really happy, but ultimately, our mind is just there to make, make sure we survive, and yeah. make, sure we, make sure we get our and, sexual needs um, or whatever. And, and that was it, and I just trained my ass off, and um, six weeks later, I was 86 kilos, and he got me matched, and that was, and I had my amateur belt, and uh, my photo my, my, an interclub, as we called them, and um, that was probably the best fight I've ever had. Do you think that was life? Life changing. Do you think that's that? That that set my path. Yeah. That was it. That was the. Because you must have then believed in yourself to yeah. make good decisions to make. <laughs> Coincidentally, one of my mates fought on the same show, and it was his first fight. And I remember my coach, and there was another guy there called Richard Duke, who was like a, 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 a massive piss taker. Mm. And I remember my coach being there with Richard Duke, and they were going, "Oh, Richie's going to fight. Richie's going to be nice and technical. He's been to Thailand. He's done this. Mm. Hay was just going to have a scrap." It's going to be scrappy, swinging, haymakers. Da, 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 da. And at the end of it, the two fights were a complete contrast. <laughs> I was nice and technical and I was catching, sweeping, countering. And Richie just had an absolute slugfest of a war. And Jesse, my coach, came up to me afterwards. He went, well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think like you... And, uh, that's interesting how like that, <clears throat> that switched. Do you think that had an impact? The reason why it went like that is because you started making different choices, so yeah. your mindset started to switch, so you start, like, discipline coming, like, so going, yeah. pour away your alcohol, to get rid of your fags, to start running in the morning at 5.30, even though you're not, you were just told you weren't meant for it, maybe that had an impact on, yeah, massively, like, that was a defining point in my life, yeah. that, that changed everything for me, yeah, you mentioned yeah. as well, like, in um, the podcast with um, Fisticuffs, that when, 
like we're probably skipping quite a lot of years. Yeah. Um, I think this was in your pro pro career that you actually hired a mindset and NLP coach yeah. to help you out with. Um, so just tell us a little bit about that. I'm um, quite interested. Well, the first one I spoke to was Gary Turner. Um, now Gary is incredible mind coach, hypnotherapist, back in his day fighter, but he's old now. Um, I'm only saying that because I know he'll have a listen to this, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's very old now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, I remember sitting with Gary once, and, and he was telling me about the subconscious mind and that little voice if you could yeah. put a face to it, and, and that stuck with me ever since. It's important to identify that as yeah. a separate identity to you, because then you can start talking back to it and start unlimiting and, and retraining your subconscious yeah. Yeah, mind, yeah. And, and that and that was massively changing for me. You know what? And, and I've still got to thank Jesse to this day, and I think I have properly. Jesse was one who Thanks, set that up for me. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse was the one who set that up for me and uh, it's because I took a fight on at the last minute at the uh, at your call for an ISKA uh, English title there's only four fights into my career and um, I fought the week yeah and I fought the week before and I had an absolute five round war with um, some Russian guy and um, so I battered and bruised and I went out on the Saturday night and I was celebrating having a couple of drinks and Jesse phoned me on the Monday so I was, I was uh, still suffering a little bit from the weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like oh do you want to fight this Saturday and I was like, where? We're in York Hall. And I was like, you know, he went English title, ISK. I was like, yeah, let's do it. He, you know, he, that was the guy I was fighting was Michael Pham, who's now signed to 1FC. You know, I mean, the guy, Michael was an incredible fighter, mm-hmm. you know, and, and... Did you get the result you're looking for? No, you? I didn't. I come second. But, <laughs> but you know what? That's my career. That's, that's, that's the way I look at everything. You know what? I'd rather die trying then die wondering what if yeah that's the thing like, that's so true though um, like, and I think not enough people take advantage of that like we only get this opportunity once like the yeah. odds that we're here as humans and like, you know, you've like, got to grasp every opportunity with it mm. and that was my fight career in one I would literally fight absolutely anyone I had no fear even now I'll fight anyone if someone offered me the right money, I'd come back and I would fight. Absolutely, I would fight the world number one. There you go. You heard it here first. You heard I, it on the Real Talk <laughs> podcast. Rob, Rob Hayward's coming right. out of retirement. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> but that's just my mindset now, you know, because yeah. I'd, I'd much rather I, I'd much rather fail aiming high than to succeed aiming low. Yeah. Do you think that's shaped your business as well? Like, yeah, uh, massively. Yeah. I'll go so, up against the big boys every day of the week. Yeah, because you know? you've got nothing to lose. No. Like, you've literally got nothing, oh, to, nothing lose. to lose. And even if there gain. is something, yeah, and even if there is something to lose, there's still something to gain as well. It just yeah. depends on your perception. So, obviously, you're, you're in your career, you're getting NLP training, you're getting mindset coaching. So, tell us about some of the, like, the things that they were teaching you that sort of like shaped how you thought about that. So, way. I think each person I spoke to gave me different, different ways of thinking, mm. you know. So, so like Gary taught me how to, to speak to that little you know, that little voice in my head and, and, and I always use that and then obviously Vinnie Shawman, who's a very prominent figure in the in in the fight scene. Um Vinny's also done a lot of work, he's done the Joe Rogan Joe Rogan podcast as well. So Vinny Vinny's oh, a, yeah, Vinny Vinny's done. a really good guy to go and he's a friend of mine as well and I'm fortunate yeah. to have these people as friends. Yeah. And I've spoke to Vinny many a times and Vinny Vinny taught me a different aspect. Vinny taught me how to find your focus, your your why. You know how to find that that zone, get in the zone, clear your mind, flow, and, like like, like yeah. flow, like flow states. As, as he says, you're you're a hacker, you oh, know. Okay, yeah. And and so I take that from Vinny, and then another good friend of mine, a guy called Stuart Howe, lovely guy. He works primarily with boxers, actually. Mm. And and um, and Stuart taught me more visualization. Mm. so between the three of them they're massive things they're massive yeah things. so and I'm not saying the other guys don't know the other aspects yeah, of it no, but no. it's at different points that they've caught me or I've caught them shall I say mm. 
that I've taken what they you know what what they what they've taught me. Yeah. So what 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 and sort of go into the each one? So obviously talking back to the inner voice in your head, which we most of us all have, yeah. And um, that inner dialogue, talking back to it, putting a different face to it, and then with the hackler, when you say going into your why, like as in like why am I here? Like why, yeah. why what am I here to do? Like explain yeah. like what, what well you've got to find your focus. You know you know why you're there. But but why are you there? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you're there to fight. But but what do you want from this fight? Yeah. Well, you want to win. Yeah. You know, you want to go and get that win. You want to yeah. you want to put the show on for all your friends, your family. They've got tickets. Anybody that may be watching. Mm. You know, so you've got to find that zone. And it was always always a lot of people just go, yeah, I'm fighting. Oh, you walk out and you touch gloves and you go through the motions. Mm. And I've been a victim of going through the motions, and and, and I lost. Mm. So you've almost got a. You look, you find a point, and you know where you're going to go. And, and what do you want from this? Well, I want to win. And then now you're talking to your subconscious voice. Mm. Do, do you really want to win? Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. Now, the old voice will be going, well, I don't think you'll be able to do this. Mm. But you train that subconscious so, voice. Well, let's go then. Yeah, yeah and now your then. subconscious voice is going, well, why are you here? And you go, well, I want him. And they're going, okay, you want to win? They're going, yeah. He goes, yeah. well, let's go and get that win. Yeah. I think the quality of questions you, know? you ask yourself is important as well. Yeah. Like, I think like, that's got a huge part of, like, Always like use like I use a lot of the health examples because like they're they're quite like they're mm. quite popular. Like, people will, like ask things like why can I never lose weight? Well, that's such a silly question to ask yourself because then you're finding reasons why you can't lose weight instead of finding reasons why you can. So I think the quality of yeah. questions we ask is quite important. And again, when you ask better questions, your mind goes to that. Like, well, the better question for that is you know why you can't lose weight, but then you go, well, why does junk food taste so good? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but again, that's that to me is a shit question because like because then you're focusing on. The things that yeah. aren't going to help you. But like my question would, be if I was, if I wanted to, and I've had like coaching clients who, who have said that to me, mm. and they go, "Well, I can't. I can never lose weight." Well, why can't? Why can't you lose weight? And how can you make a good routine so yeah. you can lose weight? Again, it's quality of questions yeah. like that dictates. So you like, so for you, like something that do you still use that now? By the way, like yeah, every like, every day. You know, yeah, every yeah, day. I, you know what I use it. Although I'm not an NLP coach, I'm not a mind coach. I'm far from it. But I read about it because you know I. It's I, real. I yeah it's real and I love learning stuff mm. so I actually use it with my fighters I speak to my fighters all the time I get inside their head sometimes I'm like you know what do you want do you remember that last you, you remember that last win yeah you remember that feeling mm. think about that feeling visualise warming up in the changing room yeah. visualise walking out visualise touching gloves visualise being hit how would you counter it because then you, you, you're talking to you that, that subconscious brain your muscle memory mm. so when that happens in a ring you're not shocked by it. you're not shocked you're going oh, okay I've got this I've seen it I've yeah. been here you're yeah. almost you're at your hackler you're in your <laughs> yeah. visualisation so good and, as well. and that feeling that you got from your last win when your hand was held high yeah remember that feeling yeah. we're not leaving this ring without that feeling again yeah yeah 100% okay? that's and, massive as well and I think yeah. like we're, but we can like you're talking about that in the ring and I just want to sort of bring that out of the ring as well because I yeah. think it's just as important like that time I always uh, <clears throat> like to think of times where I've, where I've overcome something or imagine myself overcoming something in the future as well because like, I think there's always things that you can do to like to motivate yourself you don't need to get the result mm. to motivate yourself you can do that I think the preparation yeah. for that I mean I, I do it in my work every day you know yeah. it's like we, everyone is entitled to a bad day we're human yeah. at the end of the day we're not robots we're not machines you know everyone's entitled to a bad day everyone's entitled to make mistakes yeah. it happens you know and, and and I do it now you know in my job I mean I'm not a major corporation like like some of my rivals who are turning over half a billion pound a year mm. you know so I still have to manage I still have to do the job of a business development manager a telesales operative an accounts manager yeah. you know I still have to do that role and some days it gets tiring 
some days some days I don't want to cold call a client or return yeah. a call because I think you know what I just can't be bothered but then I think to myself you know what whose is this who are you doing this for yeah. you know this isn't for somebody talk, else's bills or paying this yeah. is this is yours yeah. this is your business do you want this to fail so you bring it back to your why basically yeah do you want this to fail well, well no I don't no, no well, well fucking make it happen then yeah Pick the phone up. Then did you visualise yourself overcoming that challenge? Yeah. Like to, yeah, yeah. You know, I visualised myself making, being successful, making loads of money, mm. and visualised my wife spending it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> visualise the bank account. Yeah, that's hilarious. That, you know, <laughs> and that's my motivator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good. That, that, that's good. I think, though, like these, but these things we're saying, it's, these are practical things to use in everyday life as well. Like, it's not yeah. going to, like, and, I think it's again talking back to yourself and finding reasons why you can and rather than finding the reasons why you can't. And yeah, I think that's that's so important and it's nice to hear that you do that with your with your um, with your fighters as well because mm. this doesn't this isn't just going to impact their um, fighting career but it's also going to it's going to impact, gonna their, impact lives. their life as yeah, well. Yeah, their yeah. lives and it's just passing that on. So is there apart from obviously what you spoke about? Is there anything else that you like mindset wise that you train like what's um, to be fair, I don't. I, I don't know whether it's because I don't think about it or a fact it's become habit. For yeah, me, yeah, yeah. You know, because I don't think about it. I think it's more or less habit. I mean, but I'm. My wife and I, like everyone, we can have disagreements about things. We don't disagree about much, to be honest with you. Um, but she'll say it to me. She'll, she'll say things like, "You're always so positive. You're always this. You're, you know." And I'm like, "Because if you can't be positive, what have you got?" If your life's a constant negative, what's the point? Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got to look for the positives. Yeah. If your life is so bad, whatever's happening in your life at this present moment, and you feel that you're at your lowest point, oh, this is terrible. My life is this. My life is that. And you go to yourself, you know what? You're at your lowest point now. The only way you can go is up. Yeah. Yeah. So look it's for so the positives. As, well. as little as it may be, look for the positives. We we're breathing. We're living. Yeah. You know, you've got you got a roof over your head. Yeah. It might not be the big mansion that you wanted, but you've got a roof over your head. Yeah. And you know, you might you might have negative thousand pounds in your bank of not a pot to piss in. But you know what the position you're in that you hate so much? There's somebody else just dying to have what you've got. Yeah, and that that's that's you so know? true as well. And, and I think and, not and enough that's people. a and that and if that's not a motivator for anyone, we are in a country, we are so fortunate in this country that we have got such a diverse and accepting um, attitude about us. You know, we're, we're the most tolerant the most di and the most diverse and multicultural country in the world. We open our doors to anybody that yeah. wants to come here and make a better life for themselves. And you know what? Anybody that wants to do that, you're welcome. Mm. You know, yeah, because I think you've got to be a real asshole to stop somebody from trying to better their life for their family, yeah. you know? Especially from some of the countries. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, my, so, my family from like Egypt and like that. Mm. When you go out there, it, the opportunities are totally different to what they are, what they are over here. Yeah. And it, I think the people that actually come here and put put in the work and like do yeah. stuff like that is so important to allow people to do yeah, it. actually betters our economy, betters our like live like yeah, and, way of living. You know, and, and and this is what I mean. It's like your life is so bad here, and you can put your blame on ev absolutely everything, be it your education, the government, whichever mm. you want. And I'm not saying they're not factors. Well, for me, why we're do you know what for me? Is if you're gonna 
blame other people. At least blame yourself as well. Like, don't yeah. just point the finger at someone because that there, there's no strength in that. Like, I think you've got to be able to go. Right, do you know what? It could be that because I always think people like, are afraid of personal accountability. Yeah, per- personal. By, by because personal accountability highlights your failures. No one likes to. No one wants to. Again, no one wants to face media, their. It's, yeah. it's the social media. Like, people don't want to face their failures. No. You know, social media is fake. Everything about social media is fake. People only show you what they want you to see. They don't show you the hard work. They don't show you the failure. Yeah. They don't show you their spots on their selfies because yeah. they filter them. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it's, social it's media is artificial. Yeah, you know, that's it, what I like to bring like light to the podcast about when you said about having a bad day. Like, yeah, like, we're like, do you feel that you open up about your failures? Yeah, all the time. I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid it. to admit where I failed. I'm not afraid to admit when I've done wrong. Yeah. I've made many mistakes. I've done it in my personal life. I've done it in my fight career. I've yeah. gone into fights before where, you know, I just went through the motions because I thought I just had to fight. I didn't want to fight. I never had my why. I got hit with shots that I shouldn't have been hit with. They didn't hurt, but I went down and I, and I quit yeah. because I had a weak mind. I didn't, because I just didn't, yeah, yeah. Th- there was something missing. The why? Yeah, the wire, the visualization, know, and, and, and I've done it in my personal life. I've lost jobs before. Jeez, I've I've dug holes for a fencing company for seven pounds an hour. I've done labouring on building sites. I've I've worked in a Royal Mail sorting office. You know, just split it out. I've washed cars for a living. Do you know what I mean? I've done absolutely everything. I don't look down on people doing that no. because those people are probably happy because that's their version of success. success yeah. Doesn't matter what you're doing; it's not a failure. Yeah. Being a failure is not doing nothing about it. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. And I you think, know? like, the point... And to me, like, failure is, is what you make it as well. Like, if, yeah. like if, to me, someone... I'm, like, again, just like you, I've made plenty of mistakes. Like, I'm, I'm still making mistakes. Like, even with this podcast, like, I'm still learning how to present myself mm. on camera. And I've probably failed a few times, like, probably often. But I'm, I'm not making that failure because I keep working through it and I keep growing through it and I identify what I'm doing. So, but to me, a true failure is someone who doesn't get back yeah. up, someone who stays on the floor because that's when it beats you. Like, it doesn't beat you if you keep... If yeah. you keep like, failure's going to get bored <laughs> of you if you keep getting back up. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like every time something goes wrong for yourself, it didn't go... You know, it's not a failure. It's just... A result. It's another way... That it won't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and another thing that should you shouldn't do to make it happen. If yeah, it doesn't work, you know, you know just, I mean? just change your thought process. You know, yeah. and and this is what sometimes you know. I'm mean, like I said, we're in a fortunate country where we can help those who, who need help, and I think we should be able to help those that need help, and I think we need to do more to help others as well. But I think there also needs to be a time those that can help themselves should help themselves first. Yeah, rather you can't than help them, can't help themselves okay. as well. Obviously, we we you know you you. you got the vulnerable children elderly the disabled we need to be able to help these people mm. you know but those who fall outside of that category who don't have a reason you know start helping yourself because and how we- would you do that how would you like would you revert back to yeah what, 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 what would you do if you were someone make different choices look at what you look who's in your circle look who's around you look who you can learn from relatives friends neighbors you know study even if it's just 30 minutes a day, print something mm. off the internet, read it, change your mindset, it's learn about changing something. everything. It's about changing Yeah, things. open universe, anything it may do. Look at college courses if you're not happy with There's your so surroundings. so much free stuff as well. Yeah, right? like you, you don't need Change access. it. Yeah. Change it. You yeah. know, yeah, there's opportunity for change in this country. You know, yeah. stop relying on other people to make you, you know, the government aren't going to make you rich, but they're not going to make you poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they'll make you dependent. 
because that's what they want. Yeah. But there's enough in this country for you to take your to take Whatever action you want. for yourself and, you, and, and it's change enough it. You want. Yeah. You know. Let's, Sorry, I'm rambling. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. Let, let's. I want to. I just want to show people what you're doing, Hicks. I think. It's yeah, great. of course. So let's let's quickly cut to another. I'll show them the rest of the gym, and then we'll we'll, we'll wrap up. With, yeah, we'll wrap cool. up with something nice. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. So, although my knees are absolutely shot to pieces... Even uh, a walk, though. Yeah, like, those yeah, are yeah, yeah. Those even if you go for a walk. Go for a walk. Even if, you know what, even if the weather's bad, you know, even if it's hammering it down with I'll rain, find, I'll get more excited yeah. when I come back from a run knowing that I've gone for a run. Yeah, you just feel so great in yourself. Yeah. And I love running in the rain. I prefer running in the sun, but I don't mind running in no. the rain. 
You know what? And then it's makes you feel a bit more hardcore. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, make that walk enjoyable. Make the run, you know, when you're out running or walking in the rain, whichever, make it enjoyable. Visualize, visualize you're in an Usher video or something dancing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you could have put something better than Usher. Listen, <laughs> I'm in a 30s. Usher was like, I'll just diss Usher one. I'm done for now. Yeah, you know, um, but, but make it enjoyable. Take time for yourself. Get some fresh air. Yeah. Outside, just, just. Just get some exercise, go for a walk, go for a run, join a gym, join a group, a class, interaction with people. Yeah, especially like away from a screen is healthy. Yeah, yeah man, I, I try and I say to my missus all the time, like, let's just put our phones away. Mm. And I mate, I'm a culprit. Like I'm mate, I say that and sometimes I'm not with my phone out and she's not. Yeah. And like it's it is it's gifted a curse. We said it earlier, like social media is gifted a curse, like it's such a great thing to have, but how we're using it can be misused and that has a huge impact yeah. so i try to keep away from that phone time absolutely i mean i spend a lot of time on my phone and i'm quite active on social media and i hate social media but i love social media as well for what i know it can do yeah. and um but i go through stages you know i occasionally i'll come on facebook i might delete it for like two three weeks or uh, a month. you're one of those guys yeah i might just, but I, I won't tell anyone I just no, no 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 i hate those people yeah. oh, i'm coming off facebook or i'm deleting people if i don't no, just do it yeah, yeah. just do it don't, yeah. you, you you're doing that status to get more likes yeah, yeah, the yeah, issue yeah. the reason why you want to come off facebook is you're begging for likes now to get oh i want to see how many likes i'll get before i come off and then, how many people don't want me to go and just they, to fucking do it and then they get the like oh, because, i might just stay now <laughs> you know yeah yes exactly because you know what come off facebook don't tell anyone and then the people that will phone you a couple of days later and go oh, i haven't seen you on social media mate is everything all right they're the ones you want in your life. Yeah. Do you think? Do you? Do you <laughs> I find social media after a while. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, sorry, I, yeah. I did just. No, no, that's cool. Like, that, that, that was right. Like, do you think? I, I find sometimes when I scroll through, when I use too much social media, I find it does have an impact on my mental health, and I find yeah, it does, like, it's hard to get motivated. Yeah, like, and also you know? like just the um, like watching other people. Like I've been talking about all this, but I feel like I haven't actually said that. Like, I also can suffer from that. Not, I don't want to say jealousy because I'm not a jealous person, but I also suffer from like. When people are achieving things yeah. um, that I, what, what I might want or what, what yeah, I might yeah. like, and then I'm not getting it, like that can have an impact. So I feel I make a conscious effort to keep away from that social, yeah, that social media. For but you know what? I, I've got people on my social media that I follow quite closely, um, and and again, I'm not jealous of them because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm just not a jealous person. Of it, no, really. no, I'm just, not. I used to be when I was younger, but I think it comes with age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and also comes with you're fulfilled inside. Yeah, and you're, you're content and inside. I'm content and happy with what I've got, so I'm not a jealous person. But if I see somebody that, in in my perception of success, mm -hmm. I think, oh, they're doing well for himself. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's doing yeah. this. either. I message him. Yeah, I might. Really random message. How's things going? What do you do? Yeah, any I, advice? I, 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 I like you doing know? that. I, I don't do that enough. And to be yeah. honest, that's actually good for me to hear. Because yeah. maybe when I feel like that, I should do that. Like, because I don't honestly, I'm a bit jealous. Like, because I'm not that person. But I, I, here's a great way to. I it makes me doubt myself. Yeah. Like, like, and that's that. That's what I think it does. And too much self doubt, I think, is you become a victim then. Yeah. Like, like, so I like to. I'll come away from it and go, do you know, it doesn't matter what they're doing because this is what you're doing and this yeah. is what you've got to focus on. So obviously you try to keep away from phone time, um, you exercise. Um, what else do you do like to, to keep on top of life? So to speak? Um, you know, I, I do train a lot. Um, I, I, training is massive, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exercise is massive. Like, food as well, you know. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm a massive believer in food. I mean, people, people talk about mental health as well. Now, mental, mental health, depression, whichever else can... A lot of it's caused by a mental, you know, a, a chemical imbalance in your brain. Mm. 
a lot of these chemical imbalances in your brain are actually caused by the food you're putting into your body. Yeah. Listen, and what you do with your yeah, body, and what, and what you do with yeah. your body. So there's nothing wrong with having a chocolate cake, or having an ice cream, or, or, or having a beer, or having a couple of proseccos. You know what? For those people that you know do a casual line of gear, or whatever. You know what? If you're going to do it, do it. You know. But everything in I don't know if it should be said. I know, but yeah, people are going to do it. They're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's moderation. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like when people talk about eating healthy. You know. Eat healthy all you want. Eating one salad isn't going to make you skinny, just as eating one pizza isn't going to make you fat. Yeah. Everything's in moderation. Yeah. So, you know, like for, for example... And you can't deprive yourself too much. No, no. Like you resent what you're doing. Yeah, so when you deprive it, you, yeah, you build up a resentment. So like my food, for example, I love my food. I'm always yeah, eating. I'm my too. wife has a go at me all the time. She's like, you're always eating. You, you know, we've got a couple of fridges in our house as well. We've got the family fridge, and then my wife has her own. No, no, she's got her own fridge, and she's like, anything in that fridge, don't touch. And literally, she'll come home, guaranteed, every day. I'm like, you've been in my fridge. I'm like, uh, she goes, you've taken this out of my fridge. And I'm like, uh, she's like, but that's mine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's us. She's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, but it's us. I love you. So I enjoy a treat, you know. I, I, I don't eat, I don't have gluten in my diet. I, very rare, I don't have a lot of dairy in my that, diet. Tolerance. Um, yeah, I didn't realise I had an intolerance to gluten. If I realised I had an intolerance to gluten when I was a fighter, it would probably have made my weight cut a lot easier. Yeah. yeah um, but so I have a gluten intolerance. So I I, I, I have a gluten free uh, diet, mm. and my wife has coincidentally got gluten free uh, intolerance and dairy as well. So at home we literally have every, all of our food is just fresh. It's all fresh. And so what's your like? What's um, your like usual dinner sort of thing? Like, you know what? I mean, for breakfast every day, I will either have. I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. You know, <laughs> um, like for breakfast every day, I'll have like a, a bowl of gluten-free porridge oats mm. with um, mixed with some coconut milk, handful of blueberries, handful of strawberries, a bit of honey. Yeah, strong job done. Strong Next day, I might be have a little bit of diversity. I might have like um, two slices of wholemeal gluten-free toast with with um, scrambled egg, mm. and and two slices of turkey bacon. That's another day's breakfast. For lunch, I might have just some plain chicken and rice with a bit of salad mm. or you know uh, for dinner it's different we, we'll literally have everything from like beef masaman curry to Thai green curry to like sauteed potatoes and veg and you're making me hungry yeah. but, <laughs> but you know what and it sounds expensive and people always go oh, I can't eat healthy so it's expensive I've got family of four in my house we all eat fresh organic foods three meals a day but I would say the prices to eat healthy are way more than depends where you shop Depends where you shop. So our shopping bill for a family of four, fresh, organic, natural foods, every day of the week, and I shit you not, our shopping bill is no more than 80 quid a week. Fuck, where do you shop? Mate, what? Aldi's. Aldi's and Lidl, mate, are king. Yeah, Aldi and Lidl are absolute king. You know, people are like, I can't go in there, you know, it's not Waitrose, it's not Marks and Spencer. I'm going to send this to Aldi. They're going to send us. If they want to send me fresh fruit and fresh boxes, they can do it all they want. That's so, good. so you—that's that's not me. I, I love what you said. Like food food and e diet and exercise. You know what? And, and because I know I exercise, and 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 I know I'm healthy compared to a lot of others as well. You don't feel as guilty. Eating I don't feel as guilty. Yeah. You know, I just go for a run the next day. If I overindulge, and I know you know when you've overindulged. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can see it. I can't just have a biscuit. I'll eat a packet. Oh, and yeah. then when I've eaten a packet, I go, well, you know what? I've eaten a whole packet. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Ones as well. I'll be honest. <laughs> I actually over the weekend. I account for a half a pack of cookies. 
Because I'm a cookie monster. Like, that's, that's my thing. I'm a cookie monster. And I, I'll account for at least for, for like, not math, like, do you know what I mean? For so, I mean, I can eat, man. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. I can put food away. Well, that's because you, because when we work out a lot, yeah. that builds up. And yeah. like, when it gets to it, like, the next day, I'll put it right. You know, now yeah. three, four days later, I might have something else. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, but you justify it. You know, if, if you overindulge, add an extra kilometre onto your walk yeah. or your run. And it's about justifying it in the right way as well. Like, yeah. I don't want to say, like, because oh, I believe in, don't just justify, then, like, carry on fixing. I think what you said, is moderation, like, be balanced with it. Like, yeah. know your limits. Like, understand that your limits, um, yeah. still with the coke. Stay away from that. Yeah, yeah, I was no, going to say stay away from no, that. No, listen, everybody knows that drugs are no good, yeah, but there's yeah, some yeah. people that... If, if you can't stay away from it, I'll argue. Yeah, at yeah. least moderate it. Yeah, at least moderate know, it. Just, just, uh, yeah. Look, I mean, because we, we all know people. I, I know people. I'm sure you know yeah, people. But every weekend, you know, they're still on it. And listen, at the end of the day, it's their life choices. And, and, and if that's what makes them happy, that's what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. But life is so much better without it. Yeah, no, I, so I agree. And to be honest, like, I think... Each set of own at the end of the day, yeah. like I'm as you said, I personally doing some of the things myself and been in like the various like sort of addictions. I, again, I think the biggest addiction I get is from pushing myself to my limits every single day, yeah, or not every single day, as much as I can every single day, yeah. Um, eating a healthy diet and working out there, like, I lo- and doing this, I love doing this, man. Like, I yeah. get to speak to great people like, all the time, and it's wicked. Like, I, I do love it. So, what about do you feel like family time gives you? The whole like reflux of energy and like yeah i mean this year's been a bit difficult with, with family time because where you can go and everything else is kind of limited and restricted yeah, yeah. isn't it but um you know for me i mean i like base out with the kids and the wife we go up to london little things yeah. you know like the natural history museum we go up yeah. and have a look at like the the, the like the egyptian empire you know stuff yeah, like yeah. it's great you yeah, know my yeah. little boy is obsessed with egypt as well is it yeah um you know, just come sign for a Yeah, yeah, just walk in and tell him you took them cards. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so we go up to like, Natural History Museum, or we might just go down to Southfield Park in Bracknell and we'll take yeah. a football and have a kickabout, or yeah. we'll go to Virginia Waters. Or... Do you feel that settles you down? Like, do you feel like that humbles you nicely, like, fills you with, I know it sounds like cheesy, like love and like. Yeah, it like... does. It makes things seem normal. It's a, it's a, it's a much welcome distraction yeah. from, from everyday it life. It quiets your mind a little bit from. But you know what, having kids at the age that they are, like eight, eight and 12, you want to go out for your family time, your family days. You've got the eight-year-old that's, that's just trying to fight with a 12-year-old, and you've got the 12-year-old that's on his phone with his mates, and you're yeah. like, well, so much for the family day. Yeah. But at least you're there going, well, I'm doing my bit. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> kids pick up from that. Like, I'm yeah. sure like, your um, kids look up to you in, in ways, and they pick up stuff from people. Yeah, and, um, and you know what, and, and holidays as well, and it doesn't matter where you holiday. No, it could be. It doesn't matter. They call it nowadays a staycation. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's Bognor or Scunthorpe. It doesn't matter where you're holiday. Even if it's just 30 minutes from your home, just down the M3 in Southampton. Just a few days away from work, away from gym, away from social media. Just spend time with your family. I'm still trying to learn that, you know. I'm still trying to really, because I'm so obsessed with living my life like full pace. Obviously, I've got dreams that I'm working on. Really developing myself, like mm. becoming stronger physically, mentally. I really find it hard to do that sometimes because I've got goals that I want to achieve. I sometimes do find it hard to schedule that time. Yeah. Whenever I do have that time, like it but does really joy. Yeah, you know, you're young. You yeah. know, you're not married. You haven't got kids that I know. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 you no, know, no. Do you know what I mean? No kids that I know. As yeah. Well. <laughs> so you've got the whole life ahead of you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So while you're young and you haven't and you're not tied down with this. 
Enjoy what you but can. But it's still important. If you like, can travel, travel, because it's the best thing to do. Yeah, I, I do think, need to, I need you to know, travel. It broadens yeah. your horizons and yeah. gives you such a good insight yeah. into life and, and not just what's in your little bubble. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you want to travel, travel. If you get the opportunity to do some extra study or learn something in yeah, your school. I am studying, I'm studying. Yeah, yeah. do it, yeah, because it's, it's great to, to test yourself as a, as a person. Testing your mind as well. Yeah, and, then, you know, and, and you know what, and, and when you do have family, when you do have kids, you've got no regrets yeah. because you've lived your life. You know, yeah, and then 100%. you can pass those experiences on to your children. Yeah, I've got to get better. Like, with, this is like area in my life, because like, I, I push myself like physically and mentally a lot, because I've got a lot, and it's because I'm young, but... At times I do like when I do like step away because I do do it because I know it's good for me. It, I do feel that benefit. Like, I do feel that. Oh, do you know what? That would be nice just to spend the weekend with my missus. Just like yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sounds like just being in love. Like just being yeah. like like having fun, having a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like well, that. It's normal. Yeah, like it is it like, because I I don't think I live a normal life sometimes because I'm always flat out doing stuff like but it, the stuff. idea of what is normal like, what yeah, is yeah, normal yeah, life yeah, yeah. again it's the same as success and everything yeah, it's, and, you know, it's, it's relative it is yeah, it you is, know, it's, but, but normal as can be or, or your perception yeah, yeah, normal, yeah. my you know? perception of normal but, but you know and, and, but, but that's it for me I think the real focus has to be I think if you're, if you're fortunate enough to be in a point in your life where you're happy and you're content with everything you know then, then pass it on and help others yeah you know, whether it, like me, like myself, I mean, I, I train my fighters, but I coach an under nines football team. You know, I've been down coaching them since they were like five years old. Mm. I love it, you know. Yeah, I drive from Bracknell to Guildford a couple of times a week. Mm. It's a long journey. Why do I do it? You know what? Because I love it. Last week's game, perfect you example. Yeah, you, you know, I love seeing those kids' faces when, mm. when they win, when they succeed. Yeah, yeah, that's what you know, for me, that, 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 that's a payback. Yeah, you know, yeah, and you get something from it, and they get something me. from it. Yeah. So, well, we're gonna finish up. Um, any for anyone watching that's looking to really <clears> develop <throat> their mind, um, that's looking just to basically just to grow as a person. What would what would you say to them? Do you want to finish off with anything? Yeah, just you know what, surround yourself, but with the right people. Yeah. Surround yourself with people that that you believe have got the goal. You know, the 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 goal that you want to. That you want to achieve don't be afraid of failure don't be afraid to fail it happens but don't let it break you don't let it stop you because it happens the, the most successful and richest people in this planet have failed more times as more well. times than they've succeeded mm. because that's where they are now mm. you know don't don't let failure define your life accept it and, and understand that it's, it's a part of the process you know surround yourself with the right people exercise you know eat well take make better choices for yourself as a person you know because that you know that's what we deserve yeah you know like i said right at the beginning of this podcast two things happen in this life to absolutely everyone that we've all got in common we're all born and we all die mm. so be the best version of you in that middle bit between okay so uh, you know so that, that that in between life you know being born and dying enjoy make, it make, the most, make the most of it and be the mm. best version of you that you can be nice that's it thanks for, thanks for coming no, out. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good.